What's up, everybody? It's Keefe, ghostgoldman.com. This is supposed to be the Halloween edition of the Weekly Ritual. I think we just had an earthquake here in San Francisco. I'm wearing a mask. I'm holding a pumpkin. It's supposed to be festive. We definitely just had some kind of earthquake here in the Bay Area. Pretty interesting. I know we are uh, overdue for the big one. Let's see really quickly. What's the status? Uh, well, nothing reported yet, but, uh, haha. <laughs> what are you going to do? Gabe of Andy Moss Beast is here. Scott Kincaid is here. What is up? What is up? What is up? <laughs> we'll see how long I can keep this mask on. Uh, until I can't take it anymore. Probably until I need a drink of something. But if you're watching, welcome, welcome. You are watching Ghost Cult Mag's Weekly Ritual, our weekly rock and metal news show. Every week here, more or less, here at the channel. And uh, the best experience for this show is always YouTube or Twitch. If you're there following, give us a, a sub. And uh, yeah, Rock and Roll Crosswords, what is up? Glad to see you met you at Riot Fest. We should do a trivia show. That would be a lot of fun. Maybe we can make a contest out of it or a giveaway, theoretically. Um, but yeah, I'm here again. Um, right after this, I'm heading out to see Goblin at the Castro Theater here in, uh, San Francisco. But yeah, you're watching our show. This is the what we do, why we do it. We're gonna do the housekeeping of the show, and then, uh, get on with it. That's what we do here. Um, welcome, welcome if you're here watching. If you drop us a donation of any kind on one of these channels, probably YouTube is the best, or... You know, we're on Cash App, we're on Ko-fi, you can buy us a coffee on Ko-fi, you can pay Palace a buck or two, it all helps keep the lights on, and uh, I'm feeling very um, Night of the Scarecrow with this mask on, this is a Gorilla Biscuits mask from Super 7, we're going to talk about Super 7 a little later, uh, this is my Halloween mask this year, um, in recent years I was Fred Durst with his dad vibes get up. So this is one of my more favorite things I picked up recently. And uh, yeah, this is our weekly show. And then right after this, I'm heading out to see Goblin here in San Francisco. But yeah, we started the show with an earthquake. Amazing. That's how powerful our metal is. Amazing stuff. So let's see. Let's add the deck in and get the correct. There we go. There we go. That's, oh, that's pretty nice. I like that. So... Can't breathe or see in this thing. If you give us a donation, we'll uh, put your questions, uh, anything in the world about rock and metal this week. We'll put your questions to the front if you drop us a donation. But we'll probably answer your questions anyway, because we're cool. That's what we do here. That's what we do here. Anywho, so here's the housekeeping. We do some announcements. We cover the major features and stories this week on our channels, big interviews we've done. Then we run down music festival news, tons of that going on this week. And then uh, concerts and one-off festival, you know, one-off shows and concerts. Then the major news stories of the week. We talk about the new music that came out today that you should be picking up and or streaming and buying. And then we unbox something from our mailbag. This is part of it right here. Got this in the mail. And then we say goodnight. So we're going to try to bang through this show pretty quick because i got to get over to the theater for the show. Uh, we always kind of start with some bad news, unfortunately. We get the bad news out of the way first. Uh, this is Riley's, Steve Riley's LA Guns, and that's Steve in the middle there with the cane, and he passed away today unexpectedly at uh, age 67. Pretty young guy, didn't know he was sick, but apparently he had been battling health issues the last few years and um, passed away after a bout of pneumonia. I think the mask is probably a little unfitting. I'm going to take the mask off. Hold on a second. I did not plan for this well. All right. <laughs> so. Rest in power to Steve. We talked to him a couple of years ago. He was, you know, had been on a lawsuit. He had kept LA Guns going after the two 
main members had dropped out and he kept it going and he felt like he, you know, owned a, deserved to own a stake of the band. They allowed him to kind of carry on as Riley's LA Guns. He signed to Golden Robot Records. They have a new record coming out next year. I uh, haven't seen a statement yet from the label. I imagine it's still going to come out. But uh, very sad to hear the passing of Steve Riley. Also, Mr. Udo, the legend of Japanese music concerts and promotions, died this week. Um, he is solely responsible for bringing major Western acts to Japan, including the legendary Budokan venue, which uh, apparently I was schooled on this by Japanophile and my podcast co-host, Nick Cameron. He had told me that, you know, Budokan had a lot of religious ceremonies and, and it was very hallowed ground for sumo wrestling. And so it was kind of like a little sacrilegious that he brought all these rock and heavy metal bands over. Most famously, Kiss, Cheap Trick, Ozzy Osbourne, Pantera, Metallica, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, all them. these famous live albums were made there. And uh, so he passed away uh, due to old age and senility, according to a statement from his press team. Uh, so rest in power. Rest easy, Mr. Udo, as they would say in Japan. Also, also, we found this out right before we went to the show tonight. Uh, Richard Maul, famous comedian and actor, best known here as Bull, the bailiff from Night Court, probably one of the most famous TV theme songs and TV comedies ever. Night Court Baseline was just phenomenal. I think it was played by Anthony Jackson, famous session bassist. And Richard Maul, hilariously funny, deadpan, incredible sense of humor. Uh, he died today. So very sad, very sad. Um, that's, that's most, I think, the bad news out of the way. And now it's time for some features. Some sunnier things. I got the mask off, so I'm going to drink some of my liquid death. I've got the uh, mango chainsaw. You know, one pack of chainsaw. The mango chainsaw. I'm looking for the melon berry in the red can. Cannot find it around my town here, but I know it's out there. Mm. Liquid death. Heaven in a can. So, you know, we're on all the socials. Uh, we've been posting now heavily on Threads and Blue Sky, but we're also on the old X thing and all the other socials, Facebook. Obviously, you may be watching this on a social media network right now. And, um, yeah, so we, you know, if you want to skip these social networks and just get rock and metal news and all our content right to your inbox, definitely check us out on Discord or Reddit. If you guys use Discord or Reddit, let me know. Uh, but you definitely get at least a stream of all our, our content there if you want to skip over things. Obviously, you know, most everything is at the website here at Ghost Cult Mag, at ghostcultmag.com, which you see at the bottom here if you're on the streaming channels. And again, Reddit and all these things. We're also on Twitch. So if you're on Twitch, let's give us a follow or a sub. We appreciate it. Uh, we're still repping the Solidarity Voices comp. Uh, raising money for the Teamsters of San Francisco. We premiered two singles from this comp. We've supported the comp, not just with our our sharing of the news, but also monetarily and just, you know, with as much support as we can lend. So definitely check these guys out. And uh, find Shammy Records, a lot of cool stuff coming from this label with a lot of different, all kinds of different genres of music. Cool stuff coming soon. We did an interview with them supporting the second single. So definitely... Definitely check it out. Uh, so interviews this week, we got quite a few. We interviewed Andrew Spaulding of Corpse Paint Records. We talked a little bit about this last week. Don't know if you're familiar with this label. It's a boutique label out of New Orleans, Louisiana. They are responsible for the debut of Psychedelic Doom supergroup I Am, which features members of Tybo Negative and Crowbar and Down. They are in New Orleans tonight as we speak beginning to record their full-length album. They've got a, a single out already, Dreams Always Die With The Sun. They have a new single coming on Thanksgiving, Cryptomnesia, and they're now recording a full-length album. So this is very exciting, and I talked to Andrew all about his career, how much of his love of punk and metal guided his journey to owning a label, why he likes you know collectible merch and vinyl and things, all the fun things. We vibed heavily, me and this guy. It was a great interview. Probably one of my most fun interviews of the year. 
Let's see what else. We also talked to Nige and Heather of Chupacabra. If you like crossover thrash and classic thrash, big four thrash, big eight, big ten thrash metal bands in the world, Chupacabra's in that vein. And they have an awesome EP out, and we talked to them all about it. They were lovely. Definitely check this band out. Probably one of my favorite releases of 2023. San Francisco clearly reacting to the earthquake at the top of the show. Holy shit. Uh, also, also, our own Tom Osman, a, a Brit living in Berlin, a Brit, British expat, interviewed Youngie from King Parrot. King Parrot just completed a tour of the U.S. They just headlined RPM Fest, which we helped sponsor. And they talked all about touring, and they talked all about uh, being on Housecore Records, owned by Phil Anselmo, and that they are working on new music for 2024, new, a hopeful 2024 release. A really cool interview with Youngie of King Parrot, a band we have supported from the beginning. So very excited to have them. Also, also in case you missed it, our own Wesley Negron, who's our specialist for progressive metal and also some doom metal, interviewed Pomegranate Tiger, which is a solo progressive metal, instrumental metal outfit think about animals as leaders think about devin townsend think about the most wacky and awesome complex progressive rock and metal that you know and pomegranate tiger is that band definitely check them out uh so again those are on the ghost cult magazine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and um you know absolutely check that out and if you're listening or you know if you listen to podcasts on spotify or apple podcast please give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear it helps us helps us with the algorithm much much needed um let's see what else we so in addition to the ghost gold magazine podcast you will also see us pop up on the heavy business podcast where i'm going to be a guest on one of their upcoming episodes this is run by c squared music marketing and pr and they give advice they talk to interview music industry people and pretty famous band people to get advice for up-and-coming DIY bands. Hey, 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 Tara L. Bethune is on the uh, tube of you. Good to see you. After just seeing you in person, now let's see you on YouTube. Listen to these sirens. Uh, at the top of the show, there was, like, just as I started recording and going live, there was an earthquake uh, here in San Francisco. Not like a bad one, but like a little tremor. It was pretty pretty humorous they're like they've been light it's the third or fourth it's the second one a week but um barely any since i lived here um that's okay though so heavy business podcast look out for me on the heavy business podcast coming up soon as a guest also also because i don't have enough to do i am the co-host of the galatianly musical podcast beer metal and swearing like poor beer we nerd out about vinyl we talk about rock and metal bands we talk about how to take care of your vinyl collection and we are continuing our series on gore. One more episode left after this one. But this one is about their fourth record. And, uh, you know, we're here for it. This is, uh, yeah, this Toilet Earth. So a fourth gore record. Uh, Granto, two artists here. What's up? What's up? Um, so, yeah, that's it's a pretty big deal. Uh, let's see. Before I talk about Sticker Mule, hang on one second. I just need to find one thing that I am missing. Hang on one second. All right. So Sticker Mule, just to remind you guys, uh, you may or may not know, is our affiliate partner. We have a referral deal with Sticker Mule. If you got a band, if you got a small business, if you got a brand, you need merch. And Sticker Mule is our go-to for merch. Not only do we have a, a partnership with them, we use this stuff ourselves. So I don't ever try to rep anything I don't use. And just to prove it to you right here next to my desk, I got an entire gang of these coasters. If you sign up with the link in our bio, you actually get $10 off your first order. Their stuff is not expensive. The Anchorette is here. Devilman138 is here. What is up? What is up? Bummed I haven't run into you at another show or festival, Devilman. We may have been at some of the same stuff lately, but um, Sticker Mule talking about them. Their main business is stickers, but obviously we got these coasters here I just mentioned, buttons, 
magnets, shirts they started doing. So Sticker Mule for all your needs. If you sign up with our code, you get $10 off and we get 10 bucks off our next order. So it's um, it's an actual partnership that pays something, which I really appreciate. Um, Sticker Mule, check them out. There's also a banner on our homepage. There's ads all over the place. Check them. They're pretty great. So now it's time for the news rundown. Let's talk about music festivals. This is something we do. We cover. We go to these things all over the world. So, yeah, let's talk how it feels entering a festival and how it feels leaving. We all know that feeling. Hellfest has announced their first batch of bands for 2024. Hellfest, last couple of years, has been just unbelievable with talent. I think there was a backup from the pandemic year, and now they are back for 2024. Foo Fighters are the first headliner, and there are just so many killer bands. Offspring, uh, just Mammoth WBH, Dropkick Murphys, Royal Blood, Bad Omens, and that's just a smattering of the first bunch of bands coming up to this festival. So, yeah, pretty good. Uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, Iron Maiden. This is a little bit of both. A little bit of festival news, a little bit of tour news. Iron Maiden last week announced that they were going on tour, continuing the future past tour, and now they are bringing that tour to North America, Canada, and U.S. dates announced today. Earlier this morning by their team. In addition, they're in the festival slot here because they are the first announced headliner for Aftershock Festival 2024. We know that Pantera, who had to cancel, plans to be back next year. But Iron Maiden, the first new headliner, headlining the Saturday night of Aftershock. Always a, a good time in Discovery Park in Sacramento, right near my home in San Francisco. So we'll see. Maybe we'll go. We didn't go this year. Maybe we'll go back. Good times, though. Uh, Maiden, up the irons all over the world. And here's a poster for it. Pretty cool, pretty cool. So, all right, more festivals. Damnation Festival is coming up in just a week. Ghost Cult will be covering it once again. Shout out to Duncan Evans and Rich Price. Uh, Going to be pretty incredible. Electric Wizard, Catatonia, Leprous, Amun-Ra, just uh, Anil Nakroth, who was supposed to retire now. They're not. Chemist, Bosk, Akercock, just so many killer bands. Damnation Festival taking place in Manchester, UK. Also, also coming up in a few weeks, we were just talking about this festival on the Glacial Musical Podcast, the Tra Revere Metal Fest. I have not been in many years, but it is sold out for night one, and night two is probably going to sell out too. And it looks like a banger. Cataclysm, Suffocation, Incantation, uh, Vanta Black War Beast, so many cool bands going to be headlining next. Skeletal Remains going to be a good time. Skeletal Remains just announced a new album, dropped a new song. I saw them over the summer. They were real good. Mantar, over from Germany, good times. So, yeah, good, good times. Let's see. All right, all right, all right. Let's see what else. Black Braid has been announced as a last-minute addition to the Mexico Hellfest, uh, the Mexico Metal Fest. I think it's like Heaven and Hellfest, Mexico. Sorry. And Black Braid just announced today they've been added to the bill. That's coming up in a few weeks. We'll talk about that whole lineup a little more in-depth next week as we get closer to it. Fast 21 is this weekend. We've been talking about this kind of emo, punk, post-hardcore, Thursday, Descendants, Lester Jakes, Quicksand, Gorilla Biscuits, Wonder Years, Dillinger 4, Lucero, Sparta All. Uh, this is going to be the first show back for Descendants uh, since Milo had his heart attack, Milo Arkerman. So super excited for Milo to get back on stage and do his thing. We love that guy. We love Descendants. Here it goes, Cult. Everybody knows that. Uh, also, also, this is the Beyond the Grave Festival. There's a lot of the Grave Festivals in Europe, Into the Grave and Out of the Grave and Left the Grave. But Beyond the Grave is in the UK. It's coming up later next month, and it's headlined by Benediction, the classic old-school UK death metal band. So that looks pretty cool. Our Penance is on this. Wow. And a bunch of illegible band names I cannot read. So there you go. There you have it. Also, Radar Fest got announced today for 2024. This is going to include 
this is always kind of like hardcore, post-hardcore, a little progressive metal. So Dirty Loops, Pliny, who just announced the world tour, Vola, who has a new record coming out next year, Heart of a Coward, who has a new release recently, Caskets, Conjurer, Oxymorons, Ithaca, just such a killer lineup here. I would almost like to go to this. This is coming up next year in the UK. I'm okay. You're okay. Who's UK? Shout it out if you're from the UK. All right. Uh, Inferno Fest continues to make basically weekly announcements, and I'm highly considering going to this. Let's see if I can afford to get over to – I've never been to Norway, and I would really like to go. So uh, this is Attila from Mayhem, who I just saw in concert, and he is participating in Inferno Mayhem as one of the headliners, but also he will help put on a performance uh, with Void of Voices where they soundtrack – the great vampire movie Nosferatu, right in time for Halloween, to announce this. Uh, just sounds amazing. I'm not sure what's going on with this uh, graphic here, but Inferno Festival, always a banger at the gates is on that, and a whole bunch of other bands. It looks awesome. And that's all the festivals this week. Now into the concerts. Let's blast through this. I'm going to get out of here. Blink-182 on the strength of their brand new album. One more time has announced a huge North American tour, kind of a world tour with Pierce the Veil as direct support. And also uh, Alex is on fire. So uh, pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good stuff. Blink-182. Tiger Army is playing tonight in the L.A. area with October Flame and our homies in Twin Temple, Hail Satan. And uh, yeah, good times there. Tiger Army Killer Punk Band. Also, also, Lorna Shore has announced a Christmas mini tour. A Lorna Shore Christmas. I love them as Peanuts characters. And uh, this direct support on these three shows, including the Worcester Palladium. Uh, direct support is going to come from Currents, Rivers of Nile, and Theos, and more. So that's pretty exciting for Lorna Shore. I think they're already working on a new album for next year. So going out with a bang for 2023. Karina Round, most famously of Pussifer. We'll talk a little bit about them in a second. She had already booked a career-spanning show for the LA area early next year. The first night sold out immediately, so they added a second date. 118 sold out, 119 happening if you like the solo music of Karina Round. Always a good time live. She's incredible. Also, also, Mutoid Man is about to kick off a run of tour dates here in the States next week on the strength of their new album. Pretty excited about that. Uh, not coming to the West Coast, I believe, yet. I have to wait it out for them to come back here. Green Day has announced a brand new album and a huge headline tour again all over the world. They were hinting at stuff at their secret show they did in Las Vegas around when we were young last week. Uh, supposedly going to be Rancid and Smashing Pumpkins, not yet fully announced, but a lot of Green Day activity. They did play another live show as part of the Amazon Monday, uh, Thursday Night Football music, Amazon Music Live to promote their music service. So Green Day going to be popping up everywhere soon. But new single, new song, I'm sure that's in the deck here somewhere later. Uh, also coming up here in the Bay Area next week, Mojave Phone Booth, you may not know who this band is. This is the band made up of the vocalist and producer, multi-instrumentalist, formerly of Snake River Conspiracy, one of the more underrated industrial metal bands of all time. A couple of big hit singles, one killer album, and a couple of other little release, littler releases, smaller releases, lesser known releases, I guess. And now Mojave Phone Booth is doing a new album, and they have a show right around the corner here at the DNA Lounge. Um, not sure I can make it, but I'm going to try to. Uh, yeah. Don't love people on Twitch who are kind of spamming. No thanks. Um, but anyway, I don't need help getting views. I know how to do all that myself, but whatever. Ah. Anyway, speaking of Pussifer, since we just talked about Karina Round, Sasanta, which is the mini tour from Pussifer, A Perfect Circle, and Primus, 
celebrating Maynard James Keenan's 60th birthday next year. I added a bunch of more dates. Uh, it's still a limited tour by the looks of it, like maybe less than two weeks of shows. Tool has a bunch of touring coming up next year. So uh, pretty exciting. I do believe Red Rocks already sold out. Anyway, uh, Lawrence Arms, I pulled this right off of uh, stories. Lawrence Arms is doing two shows in their hometown of Chicago, if you like the emo pop punk band. War on Xmas and Two Nights in December. Definitely a good time. Lawrence Arms, killer band. Twist of Kane 87 is here. I happen to be just coincidentally wearing my dancing shirt for the Twist of Kane 87 to show up on Insta. It's just, we just have a lot of fun here. That's what we do here. We're just coincidental. Health, you know, they're dropping a new album. They've been doing a bunch of collabs and a bunch of singles. And now they have announced a show December 14th, kind of a pre-record release party. Perhaps they'll play some of their new material there downstairs at the Dome. Definitely worth checking out the Health Live. Silverstein is doing a 10-year anniversary tour for This Is How the Wind Shifts. So we, I just saw them. They played Riot Fest last month when I was in Chicago. And Silverstein is killer. We interviewed them last fall for their most recently album, Misery Made Me. So definitely uh, some killer metalcore. And heavy. So heavy. Why so heavy? Shane told. Why so heavy? He's also one of my favorite podcasters. He interviews a lot of bands on his podcast. Uniform has booked a show. I don't know if this is a whole tour, but I think this is a one-off in Massachusetts, in Medford, Mass., yo. Uniform, Junius, and Marleth. So that looks pretty fun. I love Junius, and Uniform is very a very good band live. All right, all right, all right. Let's see what else from Autumn Ashes is a mini tour booked with our homies in Locked in a Vacancy, False Gods, and some others in the New York area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Philly. So that's always fun. Punk Rock Karaoke. This looks amazing. This has got some big name punk rock legends who are going to do like a mini tour on the East Coast and do the greatest hits of punk. I think this is pretty exciting. Members of Bad Religion and Descendants and No Effects all in that band. So that's pretty killer. A lot of punk here. All right. So this is the main stories of the week. But I want to bring into your attention. Let's see if I can do this correctly. The main the main story. I, I wrote this. Da I created this show last night. So we already didn't really have all the full news from this week yet. But I want to bring in this one story. This is the biggest red alert, y'all. This is the biggest story of the week. Uh, if you're watching this on the streamers, this is Dream Theater reunited with Mike Portnoy. Let's discuss it. I did not ever think this was going to happen. I know that Mike and Petrucci kind of patched things up and Mike played on John's solo albums. Uh, it was well known that John, that Portnoy's main issue when he left Dream Theater was James Labrie. They exchanged some pleasantries over social media over Christmas. Uh, other members of the band were like, boy, it'd be great to have Mike come back. Look, Mike Mangini was in the band for over 10 years. I interviewed him when he first came into Dream Theater. Guy was He's incredible. He's a world-renowned drummer. He beat out all these other S-tier level drummers to get this job. He's friends with Portnoy. He's got a solo album coming out, by the way. We didn't really put it in the story here, but, you know, I have to talk about this. Like, you know, I didn't think this was going to happen. Obviously, there's a lot of hype. People are really excited. Longtime Dream Theater fans. The last couple of records Portnoy was on with Dream Theater were just okay. They weren't anything mind-blowing, like some of their best work, but, you know, they were good. All the records with Mangini have been a little more straight ahead and, and very strong. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I do want to say... Drumskins, Drumskinwalker is here. I want to say that my personal prediction is for Metropolis 3. Why would Portnoy come back if not to do some epic shit? So I think he's going to come back into Dream Theater and do, they're going to do like a, a whole ass thing, Metropolis 3. But clearly, like, there's a reason. It's just like when people get divorced or friends stop being friends. There's a reason why it happens. So, you know, if Portnoy was out of the band in the first place, you got to hope those things don't resurface. 
and happen again. So this is really the number one with a bullet story of the week. We just didn't get to put it into the, the deck for the show. In the meantime, now let's go back to our regularly scheduled program. And add this back in. And then, so there's the Dream Theater. So now, uh, kind of in a replay of last week, uh, Corey Taylor, Slipknot, back in the news again, he gave an interview where he said that between all the expenses it cost the band to put on their shows, to cut the pie between nine guys, although really it's just him and Clown and everybody else is a paid employee, he says they don't really bring in that much money. They don't make riches. He said that they... They're like upper middle class driving mommy vans, you know, um, soccer mommy vans and things like that. So, like, I'm not saying he wasn't complaining that they weren't well off. He's like, look, I could take care of my kids and college funds are all paid for and this, that, and the other. Uh, you know, Corey's uh, son Griffin plays in the band Vended. I don't think he's going to college. But, uh, you know, he not that he was complaining they didn't have enough money, but just saying he doesn't make as much money as people think they are for how ubiquitous Slipknot is everywhere. They have Knockfest, the festivals, the programming, the channels, all the things. Knockfest.com, sponsor the tours, uh, put on other bands. So I think he was just saying, like, people think they have more money than they do. Prayers for Portland, Oregon. Been drinking lead water for 30-plus years. Cover-up. Yeah, uh, I see that on TikTok. Yeah, I'm not surprised. After Flint, everybody thinks it's not their town, but it's every town. I never drink the tap water. I don't even drink the tap water here in San Francisco. We actually know that there's like particles of crap. I don't mean feces, but just stuff in our pipes. So I, I always filter my water or buy bottled water. I am is here. We were just talking about Coarse Paint Records. I am is here on Instagram. What's up? We just talked about our new interview with Andrew Spaulding of Coarse Paint Records. Everybody go, when this show is over, go watch that on our YouTube channel. So Slipknot, they, they've got money and they're not unhappy with how much money they have, but they could be get, they could have more. That's what they're saying. They could have more. Metallica is about to go back on the road for the M72 tour. And this weekend, tomorrow, here in San Francisco, if you're watching this live, if not, you're watching the rebroadcast, cool. Saturday, the 28th, Lars Ulrich and Rob Dietrich, the master distiller of black and whiskey, will sign bottles of black and whiskey. And maybe you don't have to buy one to actually get their autograph. You can just show up at two Bay Area locations of Costco, including right down the block from my house, literally out the door and down that way. So I'm going to try to get up tomorrow and get a wristband. It's only going to be 100. So uh, you know, chances are if I don't get up on time, I don't get up on time. I don't get up on time, but I'm going to make a shot at it. I met Lars once. He was cool. And I interviewed Rob here at the channel, which we'll link in the description on the rebroadcast here on the video. Um, but yeah, he was super cool. And he's a huge metalhead. And he's a Bay Area dude, too. Um, so really fun. That was a great one. Corn, we recently announced they uh, finally did their deal with Adidas after, you know, whatever. It's almost 30 years as a band singing about Adidas and rapping Adidas. They finally made a clothing deal with Adidas, and people want to, if you're watching this on the streaming, you see this purple jumpsuit, Jonathan, his infamous purple sequin Adidas tracksuit. It sold out in, like, minutes, and they were not cheap. They were, like, 500 bucks a tracksuit. Holy cow. You can now, you can not get one. And Course Paint is here. What's up, Course Paint Records? They're just talking about you. And Viral Tyrant PDX is here. Somebody on TikTok is concerned about the drinking water in Portland, viral tyrant, that it's poison. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, keep Portland weird and keep the water unpoisoned. No lead. Here's Tool. Tool's been doing a lot of activities. Um, Empty Void, which is the side project from Justin Tan Chancellor, is about to come out. Tool is on tour right now with uh, Steel Beans, the viral TikTok artist. They, they, we talked last week about new tour dates from Tool in early 2024. And then Justin Chancellor gave another interview where he said, yet again, they are going to get in the studio and maybe make some new music. It will not be 13 years until there's another Tool record. Uh, maybe at least put an EP or a single out in the next year or so. So that would be kind of fun. You don't have to wait a long time after their last record broke all the records and broke the internet. 
Here is Triumph of Death. This is Tom G. Warrior's band that plays the music of Hellhammer. They put out their very first music video today, a live performance video. That live album is coming out next month. First ever live album from the band. They have many performances planned for 2024, apparently, I believe. So we'll be following that uh, very closely. I'm hoping to get another interview with Tom G. Warrior. I interviewed him once before, and he clowned on me a little bit. Um, because it was during the pandemic and I was feeling very sad having lost some friends and friends of friends. And I was like, oh, you know, life is, you know, it's it's, it's uh, precious and it's fleeting. And he's like, no, it's not. It's terrible and useless. I was like, never change, Tom G. Warrior. Never change. Be a nihilist if that's who you are. It's all good. Um, thanks, man. I mean, I hope a Brit is okay. I would imagine it is. Um, I'm no scientist, so I don't want to give you the wrong advice here, but uh, the, you can go on our TikTok feed and go back and ask the person with the evidence to the conspiracy. Uh, Deathgasm was a 2016 horror movie centered around metalheads and metal music, and they have crowdfunded successfully to get a sequel made. They're going to start filming in early 2024. And this soundtrack for Deathgasm had a bunch of death metal and death and heavy metal bands on it. So I think that's really fun. I think it's just fun. Also, also Chelsea Wolf has announced a new album. She dropped a new single. She's going on tour. Uh, super. I love the last Chelsea Wolf album. She's incredible. I haven't seen her in a couple of years. I think the last time I saw Chelsea Wolf, she was opening for Mr. Bungle in Brooklyn. So that's 2020, 2019, 2020. And uh, yeah, it's been too long. She is incredible. And I look forward to more music from her. Uh, the Bandcamp story continues to get wacky. Uh, this week we found out through the interwebs that one of the executive directors of the Miss, uh, uh, one of the executive directors of Bandcamp, kind of like publicly shit on the Bandcamp union efforts right before they were all laid off after the sale from Epic Games to Song Trader. This is a horrible take. Like, at the very least, if you're not pro-union and you work with a bunch of pro-union people, you maybe should keep your opinions to yourself because your coworkers are going to hate your guts, uh, whether current or former. And, you know, networking is a thing, and people look for jobs all the time through their network of people they worked with. So, like, you know, they're not going to forget that this guy came out of his asshole with some assholery comments. Um we're still waiting to see what's going to happen. If anything, uh, I just hope no one else gets laid off uh, or harmed by the song trader acquisition of Bandcamp. We have another Bandcamp Friday coming up next week. Maybe there's only a couple more of these things and probably never again because it looks like you know they're cutting salaries and they're cutting employees and stuff. Um, thanks for following Viral Tyrant PDX and thanks for anyone else who's following here on all the things. Uh, it's a shame we don't get a last Misfits album in a farewell tour. Well, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, I'm sorry, Lord Inferness on TikTok. Here's my opinion. I know Glenn wants to hang up touring, so I don't think an actual tour is possible. I think Misfits will continue to do occasional shows as it makes financial sense for them. I will, they still haven't really done Europe, which is or Australia or Japan, where they would clearly sell out a whole tour. I, I just know that like the grind of touring. Glenn doesn't like it having just seen them and they were phenomenal for Danzig and you know it's probably even less heavy lifting for Glenn for Misfit shows it's more songs but you know it's probably a little easier for him uh content wise but just you know I just feel like um yeah I just feel like uh there'll be more Misfit shows but probably not a whole tour an album is unlikely because again look what you'd have to live up to uh I don't love Michael Graves as a person he's kind of shitty but I love those Michael Graves Misfits albums and uh, wasn't too crazy about Misfits 1950 as much as I love Desca Dana of Black Flag. And Kiss needed to end in 2002. You know, as a lifelong Kiss fan, I don't disagree with that. They probably should have hung it up a long time ago. I saw 10 minutes of Kiss last year and I was pretty bummed out that they were, you know, not well, not able to perform well. I did see them oh, a few years before that where they were very good still for what they are. Anywho, moving along. We're getting to the end here. Alkaline Trio dropped a new song and a, and a new music video. Uh, they're, they're, 
their um album title sounded like a death metal album to me i'm trying to find it's like eyeballs hair and teeth or something i was like this sounds like the same name as the autopsy album that just came out um of course i can't find it but anyway new alkaline trio pretty excited to have them back i know they kind of bounced skiba to uh blink 182 bounced skiba to get uh tom back in the band but you know I, i'm glad it led to more alkaline trio so pretty exciting stuff there and now adam willard by the way from against me is the new permanent drummer of alkaline trio so that'll be fun to see live he's killer and probably an old friend of theirs here is m shadows of avenge sevenfold they teamed up with scuff which i think is a video game company to make video game controllers and graphic versions uh, sort of skins of controllers that are themed to the brand new Avenged Sevenfold album, Life is But a Dream, Libad, which is out now, came out in June. There's a five-minute review of it here on the channel. Very controversial album, uh, but you know, I think a great album nonetheless. Um, you know, keep your fans on your toes. Take risks. Take risks. Blood, hair, and eyeballs in through the text messages. He's watching on text messages. Shout out to FUBU from my band, Salted Wounds. Whenever you hear the ghost cult, interview music or the outro music of this video later on that is salted wounds band that i was in thank you michael um metal massacre the infamous compilation series from metal blade records which uh, the debut had metallica and rat and surf ungol very first songs by all those bands bitch famous la band Metal Massacre is getting a historical documentary on Axis TV this weekend. So if you get Axis TV as a channel or content programming on one of your cable providers or Dish or whatever the shit it is these days, Roku, Fire Stick, whatever the fuck, Metal Massacre documentary brought to you by Metal Blade and Axis TV coming this weekend should be kind of fun. I have the Metal Massacre reissue from about a year ago on the fun color vinyl. Liam Trix is here. Liam Trix is for kids, by the way. Thanks for being here, Liam Trix. Also, also, I don't know if we should make this a section. Somebody drop a comment and let me know. You know, we do a lot of vinyl stuff here. I collect a lot of vinyl. And um, we frequently talk about vinyl reissues and stuff. This seems to be a very frequent thing. I know there was a... Hey, been a minute, Liam. Good to see you. It's been... Um, I know Typo Negative announced a, uh, a reissue today, but this is Dismember is putting out three of their classic records, a third series of vinyl reissues, CD, vinyl, and cassette for you cassette owners. I don't know why cassette is a terrible format. Um, I love them so back in the in the days when I had a Walkman, but uh, I feel like cassettes are a horrible, a horrible, horrible delivery system for songs. But anyway, Dismember, if you're a big fan of the... Uh, great death metal band go get your vinyl reissues you probably never had them before on vinyl billions came to an end this week the long-running showtime television series that always had they had metallica in the show they always had oz they had ozzy once they always had some musical references and this they finished the series yesterday technically as we record this today or today it was the final episode and just a couple of weeks ago slayer's angel of death was played for like three minutes toward the end of an episode it was amazing i think their fan their uh creator and scriptwriters are metalheads or rockers and uh their main character bobby axelrod damian lewis there in the center you probably know him from a bunch of movies he's been in that are more famous than billions but he um yeah he was always rocking rocking metal shirts there so we're almost to the end here, folks. This is sort of the end. Here's the New Music Friday rundown. Here's all the new albums you need to get that came out this week. You need to buy these, spin these, Spotify, Bandcamp, I guess. Whatever it is, listen to, pick up, and buy and support these bands. I'm going to run through this pretty rapid fire. Uh, we got some death metal with the uh, Down Under death metal band, The Amenta, Plague of Locusts on Deborah Morty out records autopsy ashes organs blood and crits not to be confused with uh alkaline trio on peaceville records dark place about the end of the world on icons creating evil art that's a post-punk alt rock band Dokken, the legendary heavy metal band with middle and results heaven comes down on silver lining music doro the metal queen conqueror is forever strong and proud on nuclear blast i heard that whole record is awesome 
Split release from Dream Unending and Worm, Star Path on 20 bucks. Splint, uh, 20 bucks spin, Death Doom and Black Metal. And the super group of deathcore and death metal artists from a bunch of killer bands, The Sin of Human Frailty on Closed Casket Activities. Urshetu, if I said that correctly, I hope I did. Zabalba on also on Deber Morty. Debemer Morty, I can never say that correctly. Uh, some black metal band people. Uh, Gaslight Anthem, the famous rockin', sort of started out as like emo punk, and now they're kind of like Americana, Springsteen Rock. History Books, their new album on their own label. Ghost of Atlantis, Riddles of the Sycophants, we just covered one of their live shows in the UK on Hammerheart Records' new album. They are symphonic death metal. Hollow Front is a metalcore band on UNFD. The Fear of Letting Go is that album. In this moment, if you like the theatrical butt rock from uh, the theatrical butt rock from that band, their album God Mode is out on BMG. Liam Tricks, I will answer your question right after this segment. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Magnolia Park has a Halloween mixtape number two out on Epitaph Records. They are a pop punk band. Killer, killer band. Poppy, one of my favorite artists of the last few years. She, Her new album, Zig, is out on Sumerian Records. Kind of pop, metalcore, punk. All dance music, all the things. Uh, Ryle is a killer, killer band from former members of Cult Leader. Pessimist is their new album, their debut album, I believe, out on Church Road Records. Getting down to the end of the list, Sepulchral Curse. Boy, I'm struggling with these names tonight. Abhorrent Dimensions is out, death metal album on Transcending Obscurity. The legendary heavy metal band and doom metal band Sorcerer. Reign of the Reapers comeback album, first album in decades, probably, is out on Metal Blade Records. Sorcerer Wargasm, not the Wargasm from Boston, but Wargasm from the UK, the punk band. Their new album is out. Also, also Wayfair, probably one of the best albums this week. If you want a personal recommendation for me, Wayfair or Autopsy, but Wayfair, American Gothic out on Profound Lore. Uh, it's kind of like a black metal, Americana, Western. Black and Roll album. And then, uh, you know, the feel-good story of the year is this new release from Year of the Knife after the van crash they had back in June. No Love Lost is out now on Pure Noise Records, and Pure Noise Records is donating all proceeds of that album to the band's medical costs. So definitely support your new music Friday releases. Liam Tricks, to just quickly answer your question, because I got to get out of here without thinking too hard. I have never been to Red Rocks. But that's my personal bucket list to go to before I die. Um, I have seen a concert at the Greek Theater in Berkeley, California. It was amazing. And then, oh, um, venue to see before you die. Um, I haven't been back to the refurbished Irving Plaza in New York City, but they did apparently a beautiful job. I saw so many killer shows there. And so many venues are gone that I think getting to see a show at Urban Plaza is still pretty special. Uh, Nick Corbett is here. What's up? So those are three. I probably could name a bunch more. I did just see Danzig, so I'm wearing the shirt, at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago, which has been the subject of many, many great uh, live albums. And I definitely lived up to all the hype. I love going there. Uh, so anyway, that's, that's three Greek theater was incredible. Not very comfortable. Bring a cushion for your butt. Uh, you got a lot of pat, even with the padding I have as a round mammal, uh, it was very uncomfortable to see a show there, but incredible to see a show there. Um, there's been a bunch, there's been a bunch of killer ones. All right. The mailbag, here's the mailbag section. And if you need a costume for this Halloween, consider domestic terrorists. No, don't consider domestic terrorists. Uh, I hope this bitch gets what she deserves. She's a horrible person. She's a terrible person to represent even her own community in American government. Uh, not to get very political here, because I can't help it, though, sometimes. She sucks. I don't know if you understand how bad this person is for American politics. But anyway, moving right along, you saw uh, part of my uh, mailbag here. This is I started the show wearing this Gorilla Biscuits mask. Here, you can see it here. Uh, this is the Gorilla Biscuits mascot mask, the Gorilla of Gorilla Biscuits. This came from Super 7, right in my neighborhood, but also one of my favorite things. They just put out this thing for Comic-Con. It is $500. It is a Cobra 
spaceship that holds a ton of Cobra and G.I. Joes. This is something, if I was a little kid, I would have wanted this like 50, 40, 44 years ago when I played with G.I. Joes and maybe even a little, I probably played with G.I. Joes till I was 10. Um, good night, Liam Tricks. No problem. Thanks for being here. We'll see you again soon. Uh, so yeah, Cobra Starship. And so um, to commemorate this giant toy that they put out, they did this awesome spoof shirt that I had to have. So here's the shirt. I'm going to just share this with you, and then I'm going to say my goodnights. Check this out. So they did this shirt that is a spoof of the old X-Files poster and T-shirt that I own. I want to believe, but it's the Cobra spaceship. Let's see if you can see it. I'm going to put it into the screens. I want to believe with the Cobra spaceship instead of a flying saucer. Let's see if you can see it there. I'm not sure you can make this out on the cell phones. And I'm also covering my face with the microphone, so not fucking smart. But anyway, good stuff on you, Super 7. They do so much killer stuff. They have so not just music, pop culture, monster movies, everything. Um, and it's a matter of time. They put out a Cliff Burton figure. They have a Paul Bailoff figure. They have a bunch of metal and punk figures. But I think it's a matter of time before they get Metallica. I hope it's in the next few years. And the liquid death is gone, and the show is over. Thanks for being here. Have a safe and happy and scary Halloween. Feel free to drop a comment after the show is over with your favorite Halloween movie or pastime. Um, and so, yeah, with that said, as we say every week at this juncture of the show, it is a tough time in the world. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And stay as metal as humanly possible. Wherever the hand is. Talk to the hand. We're out.